Can we just talk on the Friday crew? Brett Hahn, John Harnett to my right, Jake Maysell also to my right, Alex Carminati, a new regular on the Friday crew in front of me. I, well, and you know what? This is the third straight week. I, I, I have to start calling you regular I at this point. I think you gentlemen like are a group of class acts. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. you know I appreciate what? it, Carm. You're Some, a true professional. Well, I'm okay. Here's the deal. On a Friday, on a Friday, what am I doing? Nothing much, really. And I'm here half the time, so I figured, you know what? Let me join three of my pals. Let me join the coach. Let me join Johnny Hornet. And let me join Jake the Snake Maystell. All right? You know what? Let me hop along, have a great conversation, have some laughs, a good time, kill some time. And you know what? Enjoy the time that we have, gentlemen. So you know what? Amen to that. What the heck? Amen. And again. Amen, indeed. On a Friday, nine times out of ten... Between the hours of four and six, not doing a damn thing. <laughs> so. Hey, I just want to give a I'm shout here. out. I want to give a shout out to Johnny H for uh, making sure we all stay hydrated yes. here, getting those bottles of water. Thank you very much. Always hydrate. Oh, okay. What hashtag, a guy. hashtag certified cool guy. There over you go. Card carrying. Well, card carrying certified cool guy. Well, again, of the, uh, he's of the a class card act. distributing. Card distributing certified cool guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when a class act, not only just happens to be a staff member of WRSU, but is a member of the family of WRSU. Because as, ge- as Vin Diesel once said, it's about family. <laughs> it is. And gentlemen, this is a family if oh, we yes. really think about it. 100%. It is. Anyway, can we just talk? What the heck are we talking about? How are Hot doing? dog's a sandwich! No, it's not. No, how, it's not. How is no, that? it's not. Yes, it is. How are you guys doing with finals? Let's start with the finals, then yeah, we'll come back to the, the finals. Hot I... <laughs> I have plenty of grizzled experience fighting about hot dog being a sandwich. I need to lay it to rest. I need to, um, you know, how's finals going? It's going well. Um, I had two papers due Tuesday, Wednesday, Good night. and I was covering, uh, my, I was covering my bookkeeper at my other job this week. She works like seven to three every day. So I had that and then come home to finals by Thursday. John saw me last night. I was pooped. He, yeah, he, he was, I was pooped. He like, uh, really? Yeah. But the the reason why I, I hopped on that prod is because Eddie needed somebody to switch, and he was like, hey, I'll take your Saturday. So I'll have a legit day off this week. There you week. go. Nice. So shout out to Eddie. A g- class act. There you go. You're hey, the best. Ed the Shed, baby. <laughs> I get a legit day off this week. I didn't think I was going to, so Ed thank you. Ed the Shed Kalegi. <laughs> there you yeah. go. You want to talk about a classy guy? He does not fold He's like a, a real suit. winner. Yeah. He's oh, he's a the real man. winner. Yeah. Ed the Sh- but, Brett, yep. finals are kicking my butt. Mm, Within same. last week, this week, and next week, four papers. Oh wow! Yep, I'm done. More, I have two more to go, but I'm that's done with three of them. Almost three of them now. Mm. I've done two already. I'm working on the third. I'm almost there. I got one more next week. I also have two projects as well, along with it. Wow! And some discussion posts that okay, whatever. Yeah, but, those are kind of like yeah. Eh. But I've got like six things to do within last week, this week, next week, and the following week. And, I mean, it's just an absolute tornado coming all at me. Mm. By the grace of God, I'm doing fine. Thank God. Thank God. But it is just a lot as a whole. And you know what? I get it. It's finals, whatever it is. But once in a while, I mean, mean, for me at least, I get burnout so easily when it just boom, 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 just like that. I agree. But it is – I think it shows to a certain extent, and I've had this conversation with several folks before – I think we need a fall break in this semester. Agreed. I think I think one week of a fall break would not hurt. I, I had a professor say the same thing. Yeah. He, he, 
He legit just gave us a day off after our first exam. Wow. Because he was like, you guys need a break. We, we, have, we have plenty of time to cover all the material. Yeah. You guys get a day. Yeah. It should be. I think what they should do. W professor, by the way. Is, That's oh, absolute W. He's awesome. I love him. I think they should still, because with the way Labor Day is, they should keep, they should give you Wednesday and Thursday for Thanksgiving. Like okay. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Keep that. But like, uh, like give you like two or three days off. Like in it, October. Yeah, like a Monday and a Friday off. So you have like five days. Just, 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 just make sure to give me the t- the 10th of October off and we're good. <laughs> What's that? Uh, the, no, just a just a nice day for no particular reason. There you Definitely go. not my birthday. Yeah, birthday. your birthday. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's it's uh, like around Halloween. It's a new federal holiday, Jake Maystell Day. I like that. <laughs> hey, hey, I, hey, Yankees hey, hey, calm. I share. <laughs> hey, I share a birthday with Packers legend Brett Favre. So. Do you really? Yes. Make that? it a holiday. Is he a legend now, though? That's true. That's the great debate. That's true. Not well, gonna get into it here, but <laughs> well, just something to consider. Packers wise, yes. Outside of football, hey, that's, that's why I said that Packers legend. Yeah, that's right. Packers. <laughs> Not overall, but anyway. I share a birthday with Queen Latifah. Hey, Long there on. you go. Yep. I share a birthday Always with Phil, Phil Mickelson. Oh, yep. Hey, hey, we, we got Phil legends in the house. That's cool. <laughs> what about you, John? What legend do you share a birthday Still with? Still getting it up now. I I'm think. checking right now. <laughs> As we speak, yeah. I, I literally saw him type in Google, June 28th birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> Famous people. Elon Musk, I think. Do you really? Oh. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 71. John Elway, Kathy Bates, Mel Brooks. Uh, uh, John, 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 my condolences. Philosopher, (laughs) baby. My condolences. Okay, I saw... You saw a birthday with Mel Brooks? No, my goodness. So I saw a picture of John Dillinger, a a bank robber, right? Uh But the picture's in black and white. Yeah. For a second, I only saw, like, his eye, and I was like, oh, my God. So last week, we had a, a lecture about Barack Obama. So I was seeing a lot of pictures of, of, of Obama. So I saw his eye and his forehead, and I was like, oh, I share a birthday with Obama? It's not. And then I looked at it, it's John Dillinger. Oh, great. <laughs> but I, for a sec, I, like, I rushed, I looked, I glanced over the, you know when you glance over John, the photo? John, I think you've slain Brett over there. He's dying of laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> but no, no, like, you know when, they, when you glance over a photo, and you're like, wait a minute. And you look back at it, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what just happened. Oh yeah, it happens to me. All it happens to me with real people. I have to look back and be like, "Wait, <laughs> you good, big guy?" Mike Tyson as well. <laughs> hey, there you go. They're the legend. I'm looking right that might now. Be the best thing you ever said, John. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking right now just for curiosity. Not only do I share a birthday with Phil Mickelson, I share a birthday with Tupac. <laughs> oh, uh, that's that's nice. sick. Hey, cool. you know what? You know what? I have a Tupac. I have a Tupac shirt sitting what? in my house. Wait, you wait, want wait. it, Alex? Have you ever seen Cuz Lightyear? <laughs> Who? Cuz Lightyear. Cuz Lightyear. What is that? What is this? Wait, 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 wait. You gotta show me this. I've never seen that. Show Alex. Oh my god, this is great. I'll tell you what it is after he sees it. This is great. I don't wanna spoil it. What's your great? What's your reaction, Alex? What a joke. He's shaking his head. I love it. Snoop Dogg. It's Snoop Doggy Dogg. I can't stand that guy. I love Snoop Dogg. Come on, man. Well, you know what? I share a birthday also with the Ultimate Warrior, so I'm not that mad. Who's that? Who? The wrestler. The Ultimate Warrior. Oh, I don't know. Oh. You kidding me? But Tupac and Phil Mickelson. Hey, you want a Tupac shirt? I have one. I'll pass. No, thanks. I mean, I'll take it. Tupac. What's the size of the shirt? Uh, Double XL. I'll just have to gain some weight and then I'll take it from you. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Tupac Never worn by the Amaru way. Shakur. Tupac Amaru yep. Shakur. Yep. Whatever. Anyway, but point is this. What do you mean whatever? He's 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 he has one of the best 
rap songs. And it changes, in my opinion, is the best lyrical rap song of all time. I'm going through changes. I'm just curious to see who else shares a birthday Not with me. Not that one, but I'm, I'm curious enough. to see who else shares a birthday with me. I know Brett Favre does. Brett Favre is, is, is an October 10th. Birthday. But the thing is, back to finals, Um, you know, regarding that fall break, and mm-hmm. I've talked about this before. I mean, I'm all in favor of it. I mean, you know what? And again, we have a spring break and all right, what have you. But I mean, in general, and I've heard this from multiple people, even even a professor is in favor of a spring uh, of a, of of a fall break to a certain extent, you know? So, I think that if we can somehow get that through here at Rutgers, that would just be a win for all of us. Agreed. It would be. And it prevents any burnt out, it prevents any resentment, and it prevents just the overall stress that the fall semester usually brings. I mean, my spring semester, especially with the spring break, always goes much smoother than my fall semester. Oh, yeah. 100%. Nine times out of ten, I, I want to pull my hair out during the fall semester. No, I do. During the fall semesters. This one, I'm, I'm getting pretty close there. <laughs> By next week, I, I might be telling Savalas. You never know. And the like, point is this. It, it's you incredible. Don't, you don't need like and that's a, something we need. We don't need like a, we don't need like a week off. Give us like two or three days and keep the Thanksgiving break because it's always like hard to get back into the groove after Thanksgiving break. Yeah, that's why I, I would I'm in favor of like shortening Thanksgiving break almost, like only giving you two or three days. Yeah, and then like two or three days earlier, like maybe around Halloween. Okay, just to like fancy it. Put like the, like a little break in the rhythm. I see what you're saying. And then you kind of like always back on. Like you, you go you, you're off all for a few days. You go back to your work. Go to Thanksgiving. Come back to your work, and now you're you're in a good group for, for fun. Look, I mean, again, again, I get all that, and 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 honestly, you can put it, you know, wherever in 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 the month of October to me, that really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I would even put it in the first week of November, possibly too. I would consider that, um, but it would be something that would I think help Rutgers as a whole. Right. And if we have that, and again, the fact that there's there's people who've been wanting that at this point. And again, it's a whole, whole 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 different conversation. Why not? It's not happening. But at 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 this point, why not just have it? You know, why not put it in? Why not do something about it? And why not have it actually put in play? It's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit the university as a whole, professors, students, faculty, staff, what have you. Yeah. And you know what? You're getting a few days off. Right. Who wouldn't want that? You know, especially during. Good. A rigorous fall semester that is rigorous 99.9999999% of the time. Got yeah. any more nines in there? 99999 make plus one tenth hundred. There you go. The point okay. is that. But <laughs> okay. but again, the point is is that it's something that would benefit us as a whole and it would definitely balance things out for anyone here at Rutgers and it would I mean it would make Rutgers more enjoyable than it is already. Yeah, it would. I it really I completely no one. It's so. a win win win. It's, yeah. it's just W's you, when, all around. When you have teachers like saying, "Yeah, you guys should get a break. You should, you know, why not?" That hey. should be a, a massive incentive right there. Hopefully, they should but. put up for a vote to see like what popular sovereignty says. Exactly. Teachers and students. I looked and up doctors. famous birthdays. All right, no, I, 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 still I looked up. Yeah. I looked share, up more famous birthdays for up. me. Would you share a birthday with So, him? so I'm. I, I was wrong about Queen Latifah. That, that that's actually my mother, March 18th. I apologize. Okay. But uh, okay. you know, we have still Andrew legend. Garfield. Still we got legend. Demi Lovato. Wow. And, and we got the most influential of all. We got Ha Ha and Al Roker. 
Al Roker. Oh, give me, give me a break. <laughs> give, give me a break on Al Roker. But Al what? Roker. I love Al Roker. We, we, okay, we, we got ha ha. I found a couple. I found a couple interesting <laughs> ones. And Bobber and Robbie. Uh, Rob oh, Plant. Robert Plant's sick. Yeah, Bobber, I, that's I, what I'm happy about. I got. A, I, got I found a couple interesting ones. <laughs> yeah. So also born on October the 10th. Aside from Brett Favre, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Ooh, legend. And Brett, this one might make you happy. It makes me cringe a little bit. Geno Smith. Yeah! Really? The GOAT! Do you really yeah, share a birthday you, you, with Geno Smith? you guys watch that, yes. that, that TikTok wow. I sent in that group chat yes. yesterday? No. I did not. Oh, it's it, it's what if they made a 30 for 30 for Geno Smith? Oh my goodness. It was a masterpiece. I recommend it. On October the 10th, 1990, Geno Smith was, was born. Was born. Exactly 10 years before me. <laughs> wow! Exactly 10 Let's years. Let's go, Geno. Wow! I still, I still Legend. have the, I still have the better, I, I still have the better birthday. <laughs> but okay. Hey, G- Gino ain't writing back to you though. He, he, I mean, he's not writing back <laughs> hey, to me hey, either. Hey, I'm but... not, I'm not writing back to him either. So we're good. We're, we're it's mutual, what mutual respect know? on our part. All right. So we talked about birthdays. We talked about finals. Do we want to go there about the hot dog sandwich thing? It's not. Well, there's nothing to say. It's not. A sandwich. I mean, it's not a sandwich. It's a yeah. sandwich. It's, it's not, not a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. But, but, it's meat on bread. That's it's a, a sandwich. It's a but glizzy. with with at least five more minutes before we go to break, and again, we, we definitely want to touch more about the MLB and Aaron Judge and what have you. But no, within absolutely. the next out of these, out of these five minutes, do we want to cross that bridge? Yeah, we might as well. Why not? You, you you already brought it up. Why okay. Not? It's meat on bread that makes it a sandwich. You can eat a hot dog bunless though. And that is not a sandwich. No, then it's with just a, a sausage. Then it's just a sausage. That's just the sausage, man. I'm with Drake on that. But here's the, but here's the it's thing. A, when you put it on a bun, then it's a hot dog. The you take it off a bun, it's a, it's a sausage. It's not a sandwich. It's a sandwich. You literally have to put sandwich. it on bread. How do you define sammy? A sammy? Yeah. Literally anything that's on bread. You you put it, it in between so you put it in between how either many, a split roll, a split roll, split bun, or two slices of bread that's a sandwich. Okay. We're all friends. Just how many pieces of bread constitute a sandwich? <laughs> okay, okay. So how many pieces of bread? Yeah. If if it's completely sliced, it has to be two two pieces of bread. Okay. If it's if it's only split down the middle, split it roll. can be one split roll or split bun. Like a sausage pepper hero. That has, that's split. That's split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken that, palm hero. That that's a sandwich. You know, any, any kind of any kind of hoagie, uh, any kind of hoagie, that's a sandwich. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Alex. I beat you to it. Hold on. Because I define hero uh, as like a hot sub split roll. Yeah, that's a hope. sub. No, no, <laughs> a cold sub is like, and it's something you know, something cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cold sandwich. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, does that mean a glizzy is a hero? Yes, a hot, a dog, hot dog hero. A hot dog. It's very heroic. My, I mean, my, a hot dog's my hero. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. See, see we can according to this definition, a hot dog constitutes as a hero. It also means Split a hot dog is a hoagie. <laughs> Yes and no. What does it mean? The hot dog. Here's the the deal. A hero, right? Has oh, beautiful. What? Meatball hero, chicken palm hero, veal palm hero. You know what? Whatever hero you want to name. It's thick. It's big. It has a a a unique size, a unique texture to it. A hot dog. (laughs) Also has all of that, right? But not as big to classify. As no, a some hero. hot dogs are smaller than others. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. I I understand. So in order to be a hero, it has to have that girth to it. Yeah, that's fair. Same thing with a sandwich. And look, a sandwich 
Like, for example, a chicken sandwich, right? Yeah. yeah. Chicken sandwich. You got the uh, the top and the bottom bun. You have the chicken, lettuce, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Hamburger, you can make the same argument for that. Hamburger sandwich? But. Uh, what? Yes and no. Yes and no. To a degree. Yes and no. What do you guys call it? Here's the difference. But I call it art. <laughs> yes, art is a very fancy way to put it. Delicious. But art is not a sandwich. <laughs> art, art can be a sandwich. Art is not a sandwich. Art's a name, though. No, 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 It's like how a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. A sandwich can be art, but art is not a sandwich. I, agree I think we're going off. I think the train is now derailing. The train's the off the train, tracks, pal. Yeah. The train has been in the Raritan for the past 30 minutes. <laughs> but the thing is this. Art's not a sandwich. That I, think, I think as a whole, the reason why we have these different terms, hot dog, hamburger, chicken sandwich, meatball parm, yeah. hoagie, sub, whatever, I think it just proves how they're all different. And there's a reason why we call a hamburger a hamburger. There's a reason why we call a hot dog a hot dog. There's a reason why we call a chicken sandwich a chicken sandwich. I'm not saying... You can't have a chicken sandwich without chicken. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But the thing is, there's a difference between a chicken palm hero and a chicken sandwich. When yeah. I think of chicken sandwich, I think of a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, fried chicken I think think That's right. You can have a chicken hoagie, but it's not a hero. <laughs> but I, mm. when I think... When I think... <laughs> when I think of a... Chicken Parmesan Hero. Oh, delicious. Which is beautiful. That's I don't think of a sandwich. Thing. You don't? I don't. I think of a, tr honestly, to a certain extent, an entree. But. What? But, Are you saying a sandwich isn't an entree? No, no. What, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is that a hero, again, has that own texture. And a hero is lengthier in size for a reason. There's a reason why we have these different definitions. Mm -hmm. And again, we can go back and forth, what have you, but the point I'm trying to make here, it does, it is lengthier in size. The point is this. The point is is that I think that the, the fact that we have these different definitions classifies what is what. And if we had, if we call a hot dog just a sausage in a sandwich Lizzie. bun thing, okay, different story. It's like Lizzie. Or... Or fine. Uh, or uh, how about this? If we, if we call, <laughs> how about this? If we call the hot dog a glizzy sandwich, <laughs> that's a different story. Okay, that's a sandwich. But if we call a hot dog a hot dog, it's a hot dog. But if we call it a glizzy sandwich, <laughs> it's a glizzy sandwich. A wise, okay? a wise man once said, "The bun is irrelevant to the nature of the hot dog. Therefore, it is not a sandwich." But at the but same time. We call a we call a hamburger a hamburger. Right. Why do we not call it a meaty sandwich or a sandwich with a with with meat? That sounds silly. A beef patty sandwich. A beef patty but like, sandwich. If, if it's really that? a sandwich, though, why do you gotta make up an alternate name for it? Right? It's kind of like what because you're, what, it's just a different I kind think, of sandwich. No, I think a sandwich is okay. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna make a presentation oh my and bring it to the next radio. <laughs> no, meeting. bring it in. Print, print out PowerPoint slides and everything. I think please. this is what it is. Right? Right. Freaking I'm standing up. Now, I'm standing up. Okay. Presentations about funding and about standing up. Sandwich. Standing up, ladies and gentlemen. Standing up. I think the sandwich is like an umbrella. Can this thing stay locked in, please? Thanks. Like sandwich a, is like an umbrella. Remember in school, we're learning about like all these different classifications of animals. Yes, like yes, yes. Family, genius, species, class, order, uh, family, kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genius, species. Yes, Congressman. Yeah. I yes. think, <laughs> I think, sandwich is the umbrella term. It's the fa it's the kingdom of sandwiches uh, of bread. Okay. And in sustenance, 
Underneath sandwich, you have different subcategories. Cold, hot, hero, hoagie, Chick-fil-A, glizzies. <laughs> That's a horrible transition. What? Chick-fil-A glizzies? Like, <laughs> it's not Chick-fil-A or Popeye's, pal. It's not Chick-fil-A or glizzies, okay? <laughs> like, there's, there's a big difference. Like, I mean, like, chicken, like chicken sandwiches, hamburgers, glizzies. Like different categories of sandwiches. No, I I, I get you. I get you. Make like sandwich sense. is the umbrella term. Okay. For bread and sustenance. Are we in agreement? That's fair. I I, yeah, I, fair I, I completely agree with I'm you. I'm going to go to Staples and get a professional chart oh made. Goodness. And like I want diagrams and I'll show it to you. Okay, I can't wait to see this. I, I, I have to ask you this question now because you know I mean this has nothing to do with the umbrella <laughs> term at all. Yeah, sure. But if there's a sandwich empire, mm-hmm. who do you think would be like the emperor? Of the sandwich empire. Ham and cheese. Charles Lindbergh. Ham and cheese. Can it be Charles. a fictional character? Could like, be. It could be. Could oh, be. you mean like a, like a sandwich or a person? Oh, I, I mean, I was talking about a type of sandwich. But we can oh, go with okay. person well, too. Charles Lindbergh. <laughs> he bought six ham and cheese sandwiches with him on his. Peter uh, Griffin. I mean, flight. come on. He's up there. Yeah, you're definitely right. Peter Griffin. Yeah. Peter Griffin's up there. I mean, come mm-hmm. on. That's that, uh, that's the first thing like, in my mind. We're talking like an <laughs> actual character. Oh yeah. I, I guess we are. I, I meant the type of sandwich. But we can talk characters too. <laughs> think like, about it. But I agree with the ham and cheese distinction. Yeah. It's, it's but if you think yeah. about it, Peter Griffin isn't the size of a sandwich. If you really think about it, huh? He's in a, his size is a, is the size of a sandwich. I mean, I mean, it's more like a so, family I'm, portion, my guy. I don't think it's one sandwich, but... What is it, the family meal you get all of a sudden? Is that what it is? The family meal of KFC? Is I, that I, what you, <laughs> Brett, <laughs> what I is think that? it's really funny that for the family guy character, you said it's a family portion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Family guy, family size. Seth MacFarlane, hire me, marketing team. But anyway. <laughs> I like him. He's good. But again, is it a sandwich? Is it not? I think we will rest our cases... And by the time I turn around, John Har- John Harnett's going to come out with with the whole presentation, a poster board, and he'll give me a whole lecture for a, for an hour and a half about what a sandwich is and what isn't. Yep. History. I look forward to it. There you go. Next Tuesday. John, I love you, but you can't pay me to sit through that, pal. <laughs> no, I'll give you I'll give you the cliff notes. I'll give you the summary. I still Spark want my notes. meatball, but you know what? Spark how about notes, this? Yeah. How about this? How about this? I'll sit through it if you bring me my 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 meatball palm. Yep. My we, chicken we, palm. We, and my veal palm. We can only Deal. do this presentation if we all have sandwiches to snack on. That is true. Happening. Deal. Is that, is <laughs> that, has to be is next week our last meeting? I'm Be- assuming. It before the semester? I think so. Oh, wow. Interesting. I think that's right. Well, we got to end it with a bang. You know what? Right. Let's. I'm, t- I'm, I'm, talking to, I'm talking to Captain Fox when we're done here. Interesting. I'm talking to Giddy Fox. Giddy, hopefully you listen. Anyway, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Aaron Judge, surprisingly, in the eyes of some, is staying with the Yankees. <laughs> But in the eyes of one man here in the studio, he's jumping for joy. We'll talk all about that next on a Friday crew on 88.7 WRSU FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. Aaron Judge, who loves you, baby? Jake Maystell loves you, as does the Bronx and New York City and the entire Empire State. Aaron Judge by the surprise of many, including myself, is returning to the Bronx for nine years with a contract guaranteed of at least $360 million for number 99 on those New York Yankees. I'm Alex Carbonati, Jake Maystell, John Harnett, Brett Hahn, the coach. We're all here for you on the Friday crew on 88.7 WRSU FM New Brunswick, also online at on WRSU.org. And Jake, you've been waiting for this for a while. You're coming in with your fancy Yankees 
jacket, you have your judge jersey, you got the hat, you have those Robert De Niro shades. He's coming yes, in sir. here. Again, he's a Pennsylvania guy, but he's dressed like a New Yorker today. My friend, how in the world has Aaron Judge found his way? Find How did he find his way back to the Bronx? Well, I'll tell you exactly how it happened. To begin with, I just want to say I knew that he was coming back when they re-signed Anthony Rizzo. You know, I thought I saw he opted out of his contract, and I feared the worst. I feared he was going to bolt, you know, and that he was going to go somewhere else. They ended up reaching a new deal, and that's when I started to be like, wait a minute. Things look good for Aaron Judge because here's the thing. Aaron Judge has a really strong relationship with two of the guys on that team. That's Anthony Rizzo and John Carlos Stanton. Uh-huh. All the Yankees fans want him, want Judge to be the captain. But really, if anyone's going to be captain, it's got to be those three guys together. They're basically like the mob bosses on that <laughs> the team. The mob bosses. <laughs> oh, I like that. I mean, you see you see them in the dugout. If somebody has a problem, they go to Tony, they go to Giancarlo, they go to Aaron. <laughs> I like that. I, I will raise you up one. I consider They're not the mob now. bosses. They're mm-hmm. the Rat Pack. Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr. That that's implying we've had something to sing about the last <laughs> last several years. Well, that's uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Smith the LCS. Um, but it got swept. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't <laughs> talk. Okay, we, we, don't, we, we don't talk about that. I mean, we I don't 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 want my Mets can say that does. So yeah. that's true. So the other reason is so you think about this, okay? So I I, I like to compare this to the whole A Rod situation when he was coming out of Seattle deciding where he was going to go. Yeah, he he was a young man at 24, 25 years old. Okay. He wants to make the big money. He wants to be the big guy on some team. He can go wherever he wants. He did not have a care in the world. He made the decision that was ultimately right for him, kind of. Um, <clears throat> but Aaron Judge, he's a very different story. Coming out of his first deal, he's 30 years old. He's already married. He's got a wife. They're already settled here in New York. They probably want to, probably don't want to have to uproot themselves and move all the way across the other side to the other side of the country if they don't have to. Obviously, Aaron Judge has a huge connection with his fan base, right. with those teammates, right. you know, with this area. And you know, I mean, he he has expressed he had expressed in the past he wanted to stay a Yankee, you know. He really likes playing New York. He likes playing under the lights. He likes being a big star in New York as much as he might hate to admit it sometimes. He's a bad liar. I'll tell you I'll tell you that. He's a bad liar. He does love it. He just doesn't like to admit it, which makes him a very good, very good man. Um, class act, if you will. <laughs> no, Aaron Judge, and again, I, I, I despise the Yankees. I can't stand the Yankees. They are the first galactic empire. They always will be. But I... That empire really? has been out of commission for a while now. That's true. <laughs> well, again, well, the new uh, the, the the new republic is trying to merge. How about that? The point is this: I do love Aaron Judge, though. Mm-hmm. And again, I can't stand the Yankees at all, but I have so much respect for Aaron Judge. The guy is a humble ball player. Mm-hmm. He's a humble guy. He's a family man. He's a guy who is just the a guy you want for your face of your franchise, and a mm-hmm. guy you want to be the face of baseball as a whole. He's just a very, very delicate and classy guy. Never has any issues or quarrels or scuffles or any of that. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he hit 62 home runs without drugs. Exactly. That says a lot, too. Exactly. First guy first guy that we know of in the history of baseball to do that. Um, without drugs. So, so you know what? So, so I'll tell you what. You know, it's, it's really awesome that the Yankees have re-signed Aaron Judge. Y'all. I'll tell you what, he's going to be Yankee for the rest of his career. He's 30, yeah. he signed this deer not, deal yeah. nine years. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's, that's going to go till he's 39 if he's not traded somewhere else. So, you know, I mean, they they might as well retire his number now. <laughs> uh, nobody else is going to wear it. 
Right. We already know this. We already know this. Even if they, even if, even if they, even if for some reason they end up trading him before the end of end of his deal, they, nobody's gonna wear that number. After the Yankees, they gotta win a World Series first before any of that comes into play. No, no the, they don't. Diamantingly didn't win a World Series. Reggie Jackson has his number retired. The Yankees diamantingly didn't win a playoff series. That's fair. The Yankees, Aaron Judge though is Paul O'Neill. So, <clears throat> Paul O'Neill has his number retired. Yeah, he does. He yeah, does. I, 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 I kind of questioned that oh. one, but you know what? You know what? Paul O'Neill's great. We love him. He's a great broadcaster for the Yankees as well. You know, he's the thing is, the, the, the thing is with Aaron Judge, and again, the guy has done so much for the franchise, and this year alone was absolutely historic. And I can see the arguments for it, but I think getting a World Series championship would just solidify it completely. Well, yes. And it, he should have a championship by the time he walks but, out of the Yankees stadium. But we're, we're, especially I, if I think in terms of I think in terms of his legacy, World Series is more important for Hall of Fame consideration. That's fair. Not necessarily you know being honored in the Yankees you know Monument Park consideration. What he's done as a Yankee already, I feel like is enough for him to be honored, have his number retired with the team. I mean, he's done more than most people That's who have fair. ever played for this franchise. I That's mean, fair. he broke a record that stood for sixty-one years that you know had you know had previously only been broken by you know i mean he, he broke roger maris's record who broke the record that was set by babe ruth. babe ruth so you know i mean and they were all players for the new york yankees yeah i mean so you're talking about legends among legends yeah you know i mean that's already big enough i mean obviously he won rookie of the year he's mvp yep you know he's he's the face of the team face of the franchise gonna play the rest of his career there probably so you know i mean it's just I, I feel like at that point, you know, we're, we're not even talking about somebody else wearing number 99 for the Yankees. And, I mean, I looked it up. There have only been, like, two other guys to wear that number for the wow. Yankees. I don't even know who they are. I've already forgotten their names. So, you know. Aaron Judge has hit 220 career home runs. Yeah, he's, he's already closing in on uh, on getting up into the top ten. It's incredible. He'll, oh, wow. He did. The, the likelihood is that within the next year or two, he'll probably pass Derek Jeter on that leaderboard. Um, wow. I know he's at, like, 260 well, Jeter was never a home run so. guy. No, but he he had like two hundred and sixty home runs in his career, something like that. Timmy Hards from the beat, like the top four. Well, I mean, he's <laughs> like not Joey get D's. he's not going to be number one in the franchise history because remember he went to college, so he started his career right, right, right. as a twenty three year old rather than you know as a nineteen year old like a lot of guys do. Right, right. You know, so he's not going to catch Babe Ruth, but I mean, he's fair enough, Babe. Fair my, enough. L- my, look at how yeah. long look at how long Cardinals legend Albert Pujols played. He couldn't catch Babe Ruth. Yeah. So you know what? I'm fair so glad enough. he got seven hundred. Hey. I, so glad for him. Albert Pujols, class act. Class act. And Wayno is not retiring. I know. I was surprised. I thought he yeah. should retire. Go out, you know, go out with his buds. But hey, you know what? You know what? You got to do you. Right? See, he still got it. And, and, and no one was more happier than I was. Yeah. When Albert Pujols did that. Love, oh, incredible. And Wayno, love him too. But my thing is, Brett, about this situation, and you and I are on agreement on this. I'm shocked he came back to the Bronx because. For months yeah, and San weeks, yeah. it was rumored, San Fran, San Fran, San Fran, San Fran, San Fran, San Fran. He was going there. He was taking visits. They we were even gonna... had John Heyman tweet that Arson Judge was going to the Bay. Well, well, yeah. well. again, Arson Judge became my new house fire. That's all. My, my new favorite house fire. That's all I know. But the point is this. Aaron Judge, Arson Judge, Aaron Judge, the fact that after all the speculation of going to San Fran and because he's from California and his family and all of that, even though, you know, he was with the wife and now he's, like, tr- settling in New York with the wife and all of that. But the thing is this. With how heavily rumored it was and how much the Giants just gave 
I mean, they threw the, the kitchen sink at the guy, basically. And they gave him every single thing. And I, and, and I was saying it for months before the season ended. And, I, and again, I'm shocked. I thought Judge literally had to go to the World Series to eventually stay with the Yankees. I mean, when you go to a- ALCS after ALCS and you lose to the same three team three or four times, especially this season, swept and ended on your own home stadium by the Houston Astros. Ticket for five dollars. Were they really? Uh, they they were something some outrageous for, for for game four. They were they were ridiculous. Oh, I would have won for that. Wait, were they really? They were like nine dollars something like that. That's insane. For wow. The cheapest seats I've ever gotten were four dollars in tw- in the twenty one season with the Mets because they were horrible. But and it was the same day they retired Kuzman's number. It was a number <laughs> retirement wow. ceremony. Four dollars. Four dollars. The Pepsi hey, Porch. Hey, you I know went twenty eighteen. John, they had tickets for a dollar after fees. It was like five per ticket. That's wow. Insane. That's incredible. The train is more expensive. And we took the that. train, yeah, and it's yeah. more expensive. Yeah, I, exactly. I imagine the tickets after fees to, AL, to the ALCS game four were probably more expensive, but, like, I mean, they were starting nine, like, nine I, for, for, for an American wait, League championship game? For, like, I, I imagine stadium? that must have been, like, the cheap seats. But That's like, fun. Get me but, in the building. But, but just in general, though. But they blow, like, 50, again, 50 bucks. Number one, it's the ALCS. Right. Number two, it's at Yankee Stadium. That yeah. that should tell you how little Yankee faith, Stadium. That should tell you how little faith the fan base had in the Yankees winning that game or even just coming that, back. Look, up. I didn't fair. even watch the game. It's fair. I, I did. I would not right. allow myself the indignity of watching them be swept on their home field. By I get guys. that, and that, and as as a whole, it says a lot. But again, just the rumors and the press and the paparazzi going over. Oh, oh, he's going to San Fran, and I believed it. It seemed very legitimate. It seemed like that yeah. was going to be the logical destination. And for a period of time, Judge was not really in serious talks with the Yankees of even coming back. But at the 11th hour, literally, Cashman, the Yankees, whoever, struck a deal with Judge, got him back on board. And if you look on Twitter and all over the internet, it talks a lot about how Judge wanted to focus more on his legacy. And I find that really intriguing, especially the fact that all this is coming out now, not just towards the end, before he signs, but especially after his signing, where all these Giants rumors were just smoke and mirrors for what eventually took place. It was more of a, a distraction, I guess you could say, for the fact that, okay, he's going to San Fran, okay, he's not coming back to the Yankees. Maybe it was like just to scare Yankee fans, or maybe in general, it was just for just headlines. But, um... The fact that the, that this whole giant situation just just became smoke and mirrors, it led to Judge staying to begin with, and now here we are with judges making statements saying, "I'm focusing on my legacy with the Yankees. I'm focusing on my legacy as a whole." My thing is, is that the fact that we're finding this out now just is very shocking. But we go through all of that paparazzi and all that time, and we eventually lead to this conclusion. It's shocking. It's surprising. But at the same time, regardless of where he went, you have to feel happy for the guy. And look, I can't, and again, I can't stand the Yankees. I hope the Yankees just go away. I want them to go away forever. Please, leave. Go away. Go to Cosmel. I don't care where you go. See, I, see, I think uh, a lot of people, including Yankees fans, would agree with you, Carm. Sometimes <laughs> I would like them to just go away and but, not bother me. <laughs> but, the, but again, and... And again, no matter where he went, he would have made a great impact. But 
it just, and again, I said this a lot, it just didn't make sense in the moment where you look at San Fran, again, they're not the Yankees competing for a championship series and competing for a World Series right now, but if you put Judge there with Mike Yastrzemski, you bring in some pitching, let's say, let's say they kept Carlos Rondon, let's say they brought in some other pieces and they built up that team for two, three, four years in San Fran, it's home base, hometown, what have you, it's hometown team too, um, over time, I can see that happening, or could have seen it happening, where the Giants rise up in the National League and compete for a championship. I mean, the, again, the National League is so wide open, where it's the Phillies one year, it's the Dodgers maybe the next, it's the Braves one year here, the, the Padres came out of nowhere to make a playoff run this season. Uh, you know, you look at all these teams, and every single year it's a different squad representing the, the National League. Yeah. For the past six, seven years especially, it's either been Houston, Sometimes the Red Sox. One time it was Kansas City. But yes. it's, it's always... Tampa Bay. Tampa, that's true. But it's either Houston or no one. It's either Houston or bust. And this year they proved, of course, that, they, that they're legit and they won a championship versus Philadelphia. And they beat the Yankees to get there. And Judge lost to that Houston team who eventually won the championship. But I think it just says... It, it, it's very shocking. But it proves Judge's loyalty. Yeah. And if we had that going in... I think all the smoking mirrors and all of that could have been avoided. Now, it all came in for the press and for the paparazzi and all the headlines and what have you, but a lot of the disappointment many Giants fans, I assume, are feeling right now, especially leading into this final decision, could have been avoided if the smoking mirrors did not, A, take place, and B, if Judge, in a sense, not more open, but if he was more, I guess... Not transparent either, but the, the 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 point I'm trying to make is that if Judge's focus as a whole was more on his legacy and rather the cash or whatever, or that was made known to begin with, then this whole situation wouldn't have been as dramatic or as emotional to a certain extent as it has been made over the past 28, 48 hours, however long it's been. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, and... You know, you have to wonder if some of these smoke and mirrors tactics. I mean, I, I obviously, he's a loyal guy. No, oh, he is Value's a loyal legacy. guy. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Value's legacy. But money always talks, man. No, it does. And and, and I, I don't care if you're a guy like Judge. I don't care if you're the most honorable man on the planet. You need to make some dough. You do. And, and he was going to maximize his market value. There's a reason why he turned down the $211 million extension that they offered him That's true. prior season, right? He bet on himself. He, he bet on he himself. Bet him, he uh, bet on himself, and he won bigger than anyone's ever won. Oh, yeah, my goodness. That, that's exactly my point, though. He freaking stole the jackpot, pal. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go get your bag. And, I mean, like, you know, just j just for another player, for context, Jacob DeGrom, right? His career met. Yep. He, was, he took a hometown discount, the, the last contract extension he signed. He knew... With Max Scherzer's big money contract, he got that he can go out and he can go get a bag. Yep. Where is he going to get it? Texas. Texas. Five years, $185 million, 60 year vesting option that would make it 220 Right. I mean, he just, you know, I don't play. Players will always maximize their value. Right. And As they should. As they should, you know. Yeah, it's their life. Like, it's not like, like we're just right. fans. Right. They're Obviously, get, I wish the Grom was still here. Paid. I mean, it makes me upset still. It's, it's, it's still I love really, him. it hurts to see him. Like, I'm, I'm not hurt by him. I'm just, because. The way it ended. The way, the way it, it went ended. through. It was so yeah. abrupt. And it, we didn't really have, like, everyone kind of knew. It was like, you, you could walk. And I'm not mad at him. I really I think I think he did the right thing for his family. He's obviously he was born he was a, like a southern guy. 
I'm sure he likes, he's going to love Texas, wants to have more property than his little house in New York. I don't know where, where it is. Like, you know, I'm sure, like, he wants to have a family. Like, Who wouldn't at this point? I mean, come yeah. on, you kidding yeah. me? No, no state tax. No, you can uh, ship me out tax. there right now. <laughs> there you go. Please. But I just think it's it sucks because I really under, I understand a little bit of how my dad felt when they traded Seaver. My, my dad was 14. And right. he got the, my da, my uh, grandpa was like, Davey, go to the store. Get the paper. And he gets the store. <laughs> that, my grandpa's my, my grand from Ireland. Yeah. And then he gets the newspaper. He was 14 and said, Seaver traded. Wow. And he started crying right in the store. He was like, this is brutal. And he, That's the guy incredible. was like, oh. And then, you know, he came back in seven in 83. Seaver, yeah, Seaver came back in 83. And then they let him on waivers. <laughs> they let him go again. And then with Gooden in the 80s, little different story. That was, like a, that was the drug thing. All right. But everyone kind of felt that. He was like, yeah, it sucks. He's drugged the guy out of here. All right. And then Jay comes up. It's like, this could be the guy. This could might be the next guy. Different era, obviously. Those right. Two guys. Right, 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 right. But... They let him go, or they, you know, they don't like chase after him. I'm sure if Stevie threw him the bag, he would have. Oh yeah. Accepted it, but you know, he the injuries have been kind of a problem this the past few years. Uh, he hasn't had a big injury history. Like a lot of Mets fans, like see, like seem like oh he's hurt all the time. He the past two years, that's been it. Yeah. Anyway, it's true. That um, feels like a lot though to some to plenty of people though. But like relative to a seven year career. Making thirty, yeah, 30 but, starts but, a year. Yeah, but the later you get in your career, the more right. injuries you start to pile up. Just right. He is, getting, he is getting older. He's the same age as, same age as Kershaw. Really? Which is, I always forget, 34 or 34. Kershaw wow. just got a one-year deal. He did. I was kind of hoping the Mets forget him. I love Clayton Kershaw. Everyone loves Clayton Kershaw. They need to get like, Kodai he, he, he was not about yeah. to leave L.A. He'd been in L.A. for that a million years. That fork ball needs how, to be in City Field. How, how realistic is that? Look, I they, think pretty. I think both sides are they're close. They're in play. They got Verlander. Yeah, they've got Scherzer. Yeah, they, they also got Jose Quintana. So yeah. um, Dave Robertson and and mm-hmm. D- Dave Robertson. I want but, Alvino. but but you lost to Grom. You lost Chris Bassett. The well, thing we is, haven't officially lost Bassett, but he's, he's not. not gonna, he's, he's not, not gonna come, come back. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's, he's not. He's not coming back though. He's not a New York guy. But those guys, who are your ace, and your future possibly or could have been, and Chris Bassett are gone. You have very very old staff now. My yeah. thing with the Mets, number one, how are you going to balance that out? But number two, how reasonable or how realistic really is in is it to bring a guy like Sengai in, really change things up, and bring a youth perspective that's really needed for a ball club that's getting older by the day? Here's and Sengai's oh, yeah. not even he, Senga. Sen, okay, but Sengai's not particularly young. I mean, he is thirty years old. I Compare mean, that I, to I, Verlander and Scherzer. You oh, got no, you, you, you have you. a young buck. Oh no, I agree with you. Uh, and you know we've seen no pun intended, young buck. We've seen. Oh, I like it. I like it. We we've seen a bevy of you know Japanese pitching talent over the years be really effective. So you know, and, and I don't know if you've seen videos on the dude's forkball. I'm not. Absolutely I can't elite. wait to see it. It's elite. So whoever gets them is going to be lucky. Um, but. Uh, kind of go along the point, you know. Uh-huh. I I completely agree. That the Mets do need an infusion of younger pitchers. They don't have it in the farm ready right now. Right. I mean, David Peterson, I guess, kind of represents that guy who could could be your fifth starter. McGill? I think he's better as a long term relief option. Tyler McGill, the exact same thing. I don't yeah. think he's a starting pitcher at all. Um, really? Oh, I think he is. He he's not. If he is, he's not a very good one. He's got to get his injuries under control. I mean, before the injuries this year, he was pretty good. Yeah, but he has he, he has control issues also. He's young. He's yeah, at least what, what like twenty seven. Yeah, if you give him enough time, let, let him oh. limit the limit the walks. I think he's he started the no hitter, no hit bid. 
Uh, I mean, fair enough. But the second half was like watching oh, Taiwan Walker, and that was egregious. That was, so, yeah. I mean, no, there, there is work to be done. You're right, you're right. You're right. But point being, the Mets have pitching prospects. They're not nearly ready to come up yet. Right. The, the, the majority of the farm system that is ready is all hitters. Right. Is Brett Beatty third base? Francisco Alvarez, number one prospect in the system and in baseball at the catcher. Right. Um, that wasn't like Alex Ramirez, the outfielder. That's his. No idea. Mauricio. Uh, Ronnie Mauricio as well. Mark, v- Mark, Mark, uh, yeah, him. And I, I'm stuttering. I'm struggling to speak right now. But point being, they're all hitters. Yeah, it's right? very like contact hitting. Well, some pal- Alvarez hits balls to the moon. Um, I think we're gonna see the meta of the of the, the Mets. Like their their strength is obviously their lineup because a lot of their lineup is pretty locked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should lock up Alonzo. That's the next guy. I think he's a free agent next year. Brandon Nimmo coming back is huge for the Mets, though. Oh, yeah. That's a massive Big move. signing. And I, I don't solidif- care what anybody says about, oh, he's overpaid. They signed him for too long. He's a, he, he was important. Yeah. Need they him. needed to lock him well, up. Well, again, again, he he's a glue guy for that team. Mm-hmm. And, okay, you you lose DeGrom, you lose Bassett, you get older with your pitching. But, and if Judge didn't come back, you, you know the Yankees were going to hop on him like like a hot potato. I mean, come on. For they sure. were going to go right they they were gonna grab him the second they could if you went to San Francisco, yeah. but the fact that the Mets were able to keep that guy says a lot. And the way he's the way that he's gonna be there long term, it's a plus for the Mets when it comes to the overall clubhouse. Obviously, he's a great guy. Yeah. He's a great guy to have on the team. Respectable, good face for the franchise, all of that. But. I think the long-term commitment from Nimmo to the Mets says a lot about his loyalties, just like how loyal Judge is to the, to the to the uh, the Yankees. So having him come back on that note is a big deal for the Mets. And if he can have a big season next year, that's going to attract more players to play for the Mets. At the same time, it could attract a guy like Alonzo to eventually stay and keep his Mets career going. They gotta lock him past, up. past the next few years. They gotta lock him up. He's the he's the next like. Cause I, I think McNeil's still under team control for a few years. Okay. Um, Nemo obviously is gone. Uh, is good. Marte's got two more years left. Um, a, a lot of the guys are pretty good, but mm-hmm. I think they gotta lock Alonso up. I can't yeah. go through this again where I had Jake, my childhood hero, just ripped away <laughs> from me, and I got I just bought a Alonso jersey, and I can't. I come resign him. Just do it. But I think it solidifies bringing Nimmo back solidifies the approach yeah. the Mets yeah. are taking. You know, line up first. Yeah. Event the bullpen is pr- fine now. You got Eddie D holding it down. If he has, I don't a think ye- it's fine. That, they they that, need to work on that. That bullpen. was also a big bring back. Yeah. Okay. You, again, you lose to ground. What have you? If you didn't bring Diaz That's along about, with Nimmo, bullpen's empty. Bullpen's empty. But the off season's a complete disaster. Yeah. Complete disaster. They had to sign two of the three. Yeah. If they lose the Eddie D, you're like, all right, but we kept the best pitcher on the planet and we got Nimmo. That's a win there. But I mean, like, it doesn't matter if it's you know, let Jake go to the ninth inning if you're gonna right. lose the game. Right. But like, if you keep, same thing, if you lose, if you keep Nimmo, you know, they kept Nimmo and Eddie D, which um, which still works out well for the Mets. So all they have to do is bridge the gap from the sixth inning to the ninth inning. Yep. Sixth inning to the eighth inning. Yeah. So it's, you know, a lot can happen in nine outs. But yeah. No, of course. That should be the next approach. Oh, for sure. Oh, the Mets After still need relief Singa. help. There's no doubt in my mind. I Ottavino mean, is the guy. Yeah, but Ottavino yeah, alone okay. isn't going to fix this pen. <laughs> no, but like another late inning guy you can trust. Yeah. To get the Eddie D. That's uh, what you. That's the whole oh, thing. No, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like you know, David Robertson was a great signing. Ed, retaining Edwin Diaz was clutch. I mean, he Wait, was the NL reliever of the year. They yeah. signed him yesterday. Um, yep. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Steep yeah. deal. Yeah, y'all are gonna, y'all are gonna love him. He's great. Ten million dollars, right? For yeah, one year, one year ten million. He, he's he's not quite as good as he used to be, but he's a great guy. You'll love him. Sub three year, year yeah. last year, you'll take that. Solid. My yeah. thing is, and 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 to focus more on the uh, the winter meetings as a whole. Trey Turner, yeah, Xander Bogarts, paid yeah. long term. Turner, eleven year, three hundred mil. Bogarts, eleven year, two eighty mil. I mean, okay, Turner to Philadelphia was rumored. That made sense. Okay. But Xander Bog- Bogarts walking to San Diego and the what Red Sox did nothing. What about Fernando Tatis? That's a good question, what actually. What are they going to do with him? They can't trade him. Who's picking him up? Besides <laughs> the Yankees and the Mets. Who, 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 who can pick him Tatis up? Tatis you're talking about. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure the Bogarts is, can though, play second. That is, that, honestly, I didn't think about that as much. But now that you bring that up, Jake, right. that's a great question. Because... Again, Tatis with the drugs and all of that. Of course, he got, still will be suspended for the for a decent portion Schmuck. to begin next season. He's going to give his... Anyway, go ahead. The thing is, you're right. What does that look like? And also, I think it could be something on the inside that we don't know that could have happened following this, the suspension. It, right. it could be. I'm, making, I'm just making an, an assumption. We have no idea. But that could be the case. And the reason why you bring in an experienced guy like Bogart, you lock him up like that... You put him with Machado. You put him with, you know, the rest of this crew. Juan Soto as well in right field. You have youth. You have experience. You have a lot in between right there. And Bogarts as a whole is, again, a very stable guy. Tatis, as of right now, is not a stable guy. So maybe that means no more Tatis. I don't know. At the same time, it could be a testing of Tatis to really show what he's all about and whether or not he does he really belongs to be with the San Diego Padres. I just got to say I'm really happy that Bogarts is no longer a Boston Red Sox and that he's now in the other league on the other side of the country. We don't have to deal with him here in New York anymore. The Yankees are not going to be winning anything for the rest of Judge's tenure there. But as long as we won up Boston, I am happy. Well, look, I just, yeah. I'm going to keep an eye out because I noticed when they traded Soto, yeah, they, he regressed a lot. So I think it was all mental, you know, when you get traded right. across the country, West Coast, East right. Coast thing. Um, it was all mental. Like, it wasn't – like, they would give him fastballs, uh, low and in, and, you know, lefty – you don't want to miss a lefty middle in or right. down and in. And he just wasn't – like, he would he would kind of, like, like, check his swing. It's like, sure. that usually – he usually puts that ball in the seats. Right. So I want to see. You yeah. know, everyone knows about the Dodgers. Like, you know, everyone's better when they go to the Dodgers because yeah. they have a plan for them. I think the Padres' development or their, their, their training staff – isn't that great? That's my. This is my hypothesis. I don't uh, know. No, right. So I'm going to the keep an eye out for Bogarts. I he will, regresses a lot. I, I will respond to that in two ways. Number one, the Juan Soto situation is much different. Soto had a f- literally a few days or, or what have you to transition just like that. Right. Bogarts has months. He True. has a period of time to True. truly. That's number one. Fair. Number fair. two, Soto's a young player. Only was in the, the, the national system for, what, two, three years, something like that. Bogarts has been around for a while. You're right. He's been around for a decade at least, Bogarts. He's been around for a long time. He he knows the game. He plays the game well. And now that you especially have, one, more interleague play, and two, the DH is in both leagues, the American and the National League, Bogarts is not going to lose any ground whatsoever. Right. And also that makes that 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 makes it think me uh, makes me think more about Tatis. Could we see Tatis possibly more of a DH role? That I was kind of thinking something you know, along those lines. We, that's I don't know. 
to eventually say, okay, if Tatis does not rebound following the suspension, Bogarts is the guy, Tatis will DH him, but if he really, you know, recesses even more and steps back even more, that's their gateway to push him out and eventually move on from the guy. So that could be that too. You know, again, and again, we don't know. We'll find out eventually, but I've just... What's so intriguing about all of this, and there's still Correa out there, so many other pieces still alive and still looking for a new home or a returning home on the market. My thing is with Judge before we say so long, 360 is a great deal for the guy. I'm shocked he didn't get at least $400 million. I thought he was going to get 10 years, five hundred. million. That's what yeah, I thought. I thought he would have got a much more, but... The fact that a guy like Judge, again, the focus is not about the money or what have you. It's, it's about the legacy. says a lot about his character, too. Like, for example, Mike Trout, when he got locked up, 12 years, 430. Bryce Harper got 13, 330, whatever it was. Okay, different. But Mike Trout got a lot of money. He got a lot of money on that deal. Um, there, I mean, oh, there, there are so many other you know, uh, contracts that I'm— I'm blanking on right now, but the thing is, is that there are so many contracts where guys have gotten more than four hundred million dollars, and Judge, who set the AL home run record, who did all these things and is still one of the best, if not the best player in baseball, three sixty is a lot. Obviously, I'm not downplaying how much he actually got, but compared to what the precedent has been the past few years, I'm surprised it wasn't more or at least north of four hundred million dollars. You know what it I'm says? Shocked. You know what it says to me? It says to me his commitment that he wanted to play for the Yankees. Yeah. And that he wanted to help out the team by maybe taking a little less than maybe they could have offered him right. in order to give them a little financial security. I know that sounds ridiculous, and it is, because this is the Yankees, and they can go as far over the the luxury tax as they want. But They can buy the world if they wanted to. But, but you well, know, but you know what? After Uncle Stevie buys it. But you know what? Uncle Steve's more likely to buy it because Hal Steinbrenner is a a cheap you-know-what. But, you know. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I mean, just I I, I love the loyalty by Judge. It just made me so happy. Well, Even though the Yankees aren't winning anything the next decade, I'm celebrating this now because we're not going to have much more. Although you (laughs) never know. You never know. Judge coming back is still historic and... Jake Maystell and company of the Yankees are very happy. Brett Hall and myself and John Harnett were shocked, but happy for number 99 for the New York Yankees. With that, that's our Friday crew. Thanks so much for joining us. Keep it tuned for further programming on 88.7 WRSU FM New Brunswick, also online at, at WRSU.org. This weekend, we got lots of coverage. Rutgers women's basketball tomorrow at 2. Rutgers men's basketball at 6.30. The Scarlet Knights of men's basketball hosting Seton Hall. That's our weekend roundup of sports on 88.7 and online at WRSU.org. Again, thanks so much for joining us. For Jake Maystell, for John Harnett, for Coach Brett Hahn, I'm Alex Carbonetti saying so long. Stay tuned for further programming, and we'll talk to you soon on 88.7 WRSU-FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt Pure Love.